Hi again, it's a bonus episode here. Adrian from the Sophie's team with you, and I'm joined by Renault, as I often am. But Renault, where are you in the world today? In in the south of India, in a big city called Chennai. And um been in the country now for two weeks. I've um been to four or five factories here in the Ambatura district where there's a lot of manufacturing going on. Mm. And I've gone up to um, the, the state that's directly north of, of Tamil Nadu in, um, and a bit north of Bangalore in a place called uh, Hubli, Hubli Darwat. And I visited, I think, eight or nine uh, manufacturing facilities there. Mm. Um, and I, I took some photos. I took some videos. So we'll, you know, with 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 permission from some of these uh, these manufacturers. So, mm-hmm. Some of them are happy to get some exposure. Some some others are a little bit worried. Uh, they don't want to maybe teach their competition and so on. All right. So, um, and 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 we'll um, yeah. I think you're working on it, right? We'll uh, we'll publish them soon. Uh, yeah, but, coming soon on our socials. Yeah, cool. And so, yeah, so specifically about South India, North India is sort of another. So people here say it's like another country. I'm not sure mm. it's the case, but uh, yeah, I can only speak for uh, South India. Let's say you know, um, Mumbai and down basically. And it's not the first time I come here. Uh, first time I came here was in. 2008 no sorry 2008 2009 i forget and it <laughs> the difference is kind of striking and you know you have let's say the, the old india and the new india and that's what some people here say and um that's the way i think about it also so in the old india you had uh you know patchy roads and you know they were too small and totally congested and mm. people were really going slow and um, it, 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 how to say, factories were, I don't want to say backward, but maybe uh, a bit less, uh, less sophisticated uh, that, than what people are used to when it comes to machinery uh, in, in particular. You know, a lot of uh, very manual labor. And uh, yeah, factories that were you know, grossly overstaffed. Um, very low efficiency and so on and so forth. Okay, and 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 factories that were set up by um, you know rich people reinvesting, and then like the poor would would get poorer and the rich would get richer. You know that's sort of the mm-hmm. you know and no no attention from top from the government to to manufacturing, right? We pay a lot of attention maybe to the farming community and and some others I, I don't really know, but they were not paying a lot of attention to manufacturing. Now, um, the current government, Mr. You know, uh, Prime Minister Modi, has mm-hmm. set some um, some policies since when was that? 2014, 2015. So, right about the same time as Made in China, actually, uh, Made in China 2025, right? Which came out in 2015. Uh, well, it's 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 quite different in nature. Made in China 2025 came up with a lot of subsidies for manufacturers to to automate further, and here, well, they set they set aside some um, 
some land for new industrial parks. They give some loans. They give some subsidies. Um, but, uh, you know, they don't do much more than that. But it's been enough. I can see. Um, I've seen a lot of new new development, uh, new industrial um, areas, a lot of new structures that have come up in the past four or five years. Uh, so obviously, it, it, it has had an impact. And it's not all in one manufacturing hub. Like maybe at the beginning, China was, you know, a lot about Shenzhen, Dongguan, that, that, uh, the, the Pearl River Delta, right? Mm. But here, you have a lot of manufacturing in, in, the, in, in the south, you know, in Chennai, in Bangalore, with a lot of electronics, actually, that, that have gone there. Um, you, you, you have a lot also in, uh, in, in Pune and, and Mumbai. It's the same general area. It's not very far away. And actually, you have a, a number of different cities, um, if you go around, uh, that have their own industrial parks and, and, um, and, and a lot of local components being made here. And then, of course, when it, when it goes to, you go into textile, I did not look at it at all this time, but um, I did look at it in the past. For example, in the, in the very south also, south of, of, um, of Bangalore, you have an area around Coimbatore and Tirupur, which is very big in knit garments. And in, in mm. the north is more about woven garments. This is still, I don't think this has really changed much. The clusters are there. But when it comes to plastic, metal, silicon, and, and, and so on and so forth, um, it, it's really spread out. It's really spread out. All right. So that's a little bit of the, the landscape. Um, they're trying to upgrade the manufacturing sector. Um, you know, things don't move at what they call China speed or Shenzhen speed, right? But mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, when you have a consistent government policy for, let me see, it's for seven years or eight years now in a row, and with the, um, the perspective of seeing the current leadership uh, keep going for maybe another five years, well, it, it, it does change things deeply, and, and that's, that's what we've seen here. Um, so I was quite pleased with um, with what I saw. Uh, obviously, there's everything. <laughs> we went. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's some pretty bad operations here. Obviously, right? Um, uh, I mean, we went to a state-owned company uh, <laughs> making uh, some motors, and uh, it, probably nothing has changed in the past twenty years there. Or maybe they got they got worse over time. I mean, it was it was kind of a pudding. Um, but then you go to more entrepreneurial companies. Um, we've been to, let me see, four or five of them that sell to um, automotive companies, either directly OEM. Uh, so here in Chennai, you know, it's, it would be like Hyundai and Kia and, and some other places. There's some other uh, automotive players uh, or to, to tier one suppliers of these OEM manufacturers. And, um, I have to say some of these factories that I've visited are, are pretty good and really nothing to, uh, how to say, nothing to envy to, to, to China, maybe just uh, somewhat less automated, right? Somewhat lower mm. tech, but it doesn't necessarily mean um, 
much slower or much more expensive. In some cases, it doesn't make a huge difference, right? Mm -hmm. And we, I, I took a video, for example, of a, um, a precision machine, uh, pre precision um, mechanical components, uh, small metal parts, basically, that um, they go into automotive sub-assemblies, uh, among others. And they were, they were operating some, um, some, some metal machining uh, equipment that were not CNC controlled, right? But they were um, controlled with a mechanical cam. I mean, okay, so no investment to pay off, right? Remember, mm -hmm. in India, they don't get subsidies for, um, for, for automating. So they have to be quite uh, careful about where they put their money. Uh, and, and that means you don't have, you don't have to pay for um, uh, basically the, yeah, the, the amortization of all that, uh, that equipment. So, mm. yeah, basically that's what I've been doing. I've been looking at component suppliers. Um, there's, there's a professor in Monash University in, um, in Kuala Lumpur. Actually, he was, uh, he was teaching for a long time in Hong Kong. I've met him a number of times, uh, Neil O'Connor. He's done yep. some research with with a few assistants that have done a lot of um, data mining about press releases and and things like that uh, about companies saying that they, they they shift some of their manufacturing right and, mm. uh, and particularly uh, out of China and he has found that a lot of electronic uh, manufacturers have either. Uh, created new facilities there or increased their their investment and their capacity in india um, and and it's you know big players uh, when you look at um, existing factories that increase capacity you have samsung uh, tcl from china wistron from um, control manufacturer from um, uh, from taiwan they're in bangalore um, and, and some others. When you look at new factories where you have uh, Foxconn, so it's pretty much the same business model and same origin as Wistron. Um, you have uh, Luxshare, which is more or less the same business model, but um, they are another Apple supplier from mainland China. Uh, you have Lenovo, um, a Chinese, uh, Chinese company. Uh, you have uh, Pigatron also, a little bit like Foxconn and Wistron. You have Asus, Etc. Uh, Etc. Et you have some, you, you, and you have some, uh, of course, um, automotive suppliers too, right? But a lot of it is in electronics, and Apple has been pretty clear. Uh, you know, in electronics, a lot of people look at what Apple is doing and what they're saying. They've been very clear. Mm -hmm. They want to diversify their uh, manufacturing away from China. So, uh, you know, some people say now is the time. And I kind of agree, you know, if you want to have a, a hard look at an alternative to, to China that is not on the South China Sea, <laughs> so it, it's less likely to be engulfed in some big conflict if, mm. you know, if that ever happens. Um, well, maybe look at India, right? And, um, Interesting. Yeah. And I, I, there's some general findings I wrote a little bit on LinkedIn about it, and I got a lot of positive feedback. So that's why we, you know, let's um, let's talk a little bit about this on on, on the podcast. Mm. 
the great thing was you go there, you meet with the owner. You know, again, I'm talking about entrepreneurial SMEs uh, from uh, 20 people to maybe 100, 200 people. And yep. you can discuss technical matters with them. They're all engineers, they're all English speakers, you know, at least those, you know, dozen or so uh, manufacturers that are, that are visited. That's what I saw. It's such a big departure from 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 China, not just China, right? But uh, that's really my main point of comparison here. There's at least two or three of them where I was like, "Wow, this is a really nice uh, management system. Well done, guys!" Right? One of them was really tracking their um, a lot of a lot of data on a daily basis and. And, and, and doing a lot of uh, corrective actions and things like that. So it's a, it's a die-casting uh, supplier. And, and they, were, they were tracking 10 sources of costs of consumables and so on, you know, every, every day and, and, and so on. N- nice job, right? And um, <laughs> not, not just that, obviously, but they, they were really uh, hands-on. You know, top management was really hands-on and they really knew what was going on. Uh, there's another one plastic injection molding company and, and that one we, we were authorized to uh, to make a video about it they um, the owners were also very involved in the business in the technical mm. aspects of the business and they had they, they even have had an obeya room meaning a um, like a war room where um, every day people have a quick stand-up meeting look at you know prov- uh, bring data look at what's going on and um, try to, to find um, solutions to, to issues, right? And whenever there's an issue, wow. everybody goes there and, and discusses and get out, get, get out of here quickly and, uh, and, and, and uh, get into action, which was great. Uh, I, I seldom see that. Um, mm. And they had done a lot of other things. Again, I'm not saying that this is all of their management systems, but th- these were uh, symptoms of, of, of a well-run company, basically. Mm. An interesting thing that came up was that a number of times, uh, you know, maybe at least half of them, uh, when I say, yeah, and we work a lot in, in, in China, then they say, well, you know, in China, we don't really know how they're doing. The government is really helping them, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they're a, bit, a little bit cheaper if you really do a cons- comparison and they are faster. So they were a little bit afraid, you know, if you just want to source within, you know, from from the cheapest country and the fastest country. And so maybe you're still better off in China. And one of the reasons is that it's less automated in India. They, they tend to do more manual work. And also, you know, as you know, China is, is well known for going fast, uh, maybe sometimes yeah. too fast uh, at the expense of, of, of quality. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they are definitely fast, right? So it's, it's, it's a bit unfair to to compare anybody else to China in that respect. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's your report. That's really interesting. And oftentimes, I think people maybe they they see India as a bit of a poor relation to China in terms of somewhere that you can source from and somewhere that mm-hmm. you can get your manufacturing or assembly done. But some of the things that you're saying to me shows that you know that maybe that attitude needs to change. Yeah, right. The thing is, China has eaten India's lunch when it comes to manufacturing for international international buyers for many years. 
but now there are geopolitical constraints, right? And mm -hmm. we hear a lot about, oh, let's move manufacturing to friendly countries, you know, meaning countries that we won't be in conflict with or like that would not be under very strong restriction, uh, how to say, um, sanctions maybe, yeah. like, uh, like, like, like Russia. And a lot of people were shocked by uh, China's support of the invasion of Ukraine, right? Mm. In the US, maybe not so much. Maybe they were more shocked by the sanctions and they were like, ooh, what if that happens to China? I think they already, in the US, people already know that there's, you know, it's like an unfriendly country anyway in the eyes of the government. Um, mm. But in Europe, in Europe is different. A lot of people still see China as kind of a, uh, you know, not unfriendly place. Um, <laughs> sometimes they, they, they see it in a favorable, favorable manner, but they, they mm. definitely see the invasion of Ukraine and, you know, bringing the war into Europe as a very, very, very big issue. Um, yeah. And they see that China is sort of the ally, you know, supporting Putin's version. And, and a lot of people have been shocked mm. by that. And now they, they kind of move China into um, to the same bag as as, uh, as Russia, right? And uh, so we yeah. had a lot, of, a lot of clients saying, hey, uh, maybe we should move some of the manufacturing out of China. Maybe it's really time to do a big push on, on, on that. So mm. again, now is the time to have a good hard look at, at, at uh, India because there's a lot more component suppliers than before. So maybe you don't need to import so many of the parts and maybe you can uh, you can find you know the price and quality that that work for you so mm. that's uh, mm. that's the message <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the key point isn't it it's it's one thing moving assembly for example but uh, you know where are you getting all the components from if they're still coming from china then you're not really solving the issue some issues but not completely so yeah that's really interesting um we we are creating a series of blog posts on different um indian suppliers component suppliers of different types you know this could be uh sort of zinc alloy coating and and things like that jewel even jewelry so i'll leave the link for that in this uh the show notes for this little bonus pod that we've done but thanks for filling us all in on what you've been up to really interesting to hear you know what the landscape's like in india right now yeah great yeah thanks thanks again for listening to this podcast brought to you by the sophie's group we're on a mission to provide you with everything you need to manufacture effectively in asia including inspections auditing, new product development support, contract manufacturing, 3PL warehousing and fulfilment, and much, much more across Asia's key manufacturing areas. Visit us at sofeast.com, that's S-O-F-E-A-S-T dot com, to learn more and get help. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please do rate, review and share, because it will really help others discover us too.